everybody. You're listening to Pucker Up, CM Life's beauty, health, and fashion podcast. I'm Gigi Padilla. I'm a copywriter and account exec here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, a broadcast and cinematic arts student here at CMU. And we have a fabulous show for you today. I think one thing that we always forget is that perfect skin, nice hair, all starts from the inside and makes its way out. We always have to think about what we're putting in our bodies and not just try to fix all of the blemishes and everything and damaged hair at the very end point. It's sometimes easier just to take preventative measures. And that means eating healthy. Yeah, I know we all hate to say it because we all live broke and we can't afford Gwyneth Paltrow style life. Um, and Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't know, but... <laughs> So, but we want to take a little time and just talk about the easiest meal of the day it is to eat healthy. And me and Sarah both agree it is breakfast. It 100% it's breakfast. There's so many different items that already exist within the breakfast realm that make it about 10 times easier to eat healthy. Yeah. Me and Sarah like love breakfast food, but we're not giant breakfast people just because we are busy girls. Like literally, I wish I had the time to like sit down and have like a like after school special style breakfast that we were all lied to. Like in when we watch TV, as Toast, kids. eggs and bacon, you yeah. know, like I think that's life's cruelest irony that we love breakfast food, but don't have time for breakfast don't have time for breakfast <laughs> and then don't even like eating first thing in the morning yeah that was a big thing for me and sarah too it's like sometimes it's really hard to be like scarfing down a giant breakfast and then go on with your day without feeling super sluggish and we found the perfect like substitute that works for us and that's just breakfast smoothies um i know there's all these like crazy detox trends where you just like drink liquids no that's not what we're talking about we're talking about just like a really healthy filling smoothie that starts you off right until you can get to lunch or you know your midday snack whatever you go to and we find that smoothies are just such an easy way to get all of your vitamins and nutrients first off in the day. And sometimes it's a really good like like thought process because it's really easy to do prep work for, which I think that's, that's super easy. Yeah, one reason why we don't do breakfast because we do not have time. We don't do prep work, but like theoretically, theoretically, if I was less lazy, I would have time. But sometimes yeah. I'm just sitting on that couch and I'm just really, really, really mm -hmm. comfy on that couch. Well, yeah, for like the longest time, I was just like a yoga and go, if anything, kind of person, which I still love. Like if I love Chobani flips and I love like all the Greek yogurt, so it doesn't make me fancy. It just makes me basic now. <laughs> um, but I like that's typically what I go to for like breakfast meals. But we found some really great recipes that like can kind of both help those preventative measures like we talked about and just really fabulous tasting smoothies um our first recipe we'd like to share with you is this one is one of my favorites just because i really like green smoothies because i hate seeds there's nothing <laughs> i hate more in this universe than the feeling of seeds in my mouth when i'm drinking a smoothie so like people's normal like love for smoothies like a strawberry banana smoothie like i hate i absolutely <laughs> hate like literally i will be like is it a fresh strawberry? And they're like, yeah. And I'd be like, never mind. Like, I don't want <laughs> I don't this. want it. Because I just don't like the texture. It's weird. Like, I can't stand chia seeds either. And I know that's a big, like, health thing. Oh, I love thing. Chia, chia seeds. Yeah, she freaking loves chia seeds because she's that girl. I'm with you on the strawberry seeds. They'll hate yeah. them. Mm -hmm. But because they're just not, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm a texture person and it's not for me. So I really like green smoothies because they typically have the basis of, you know, green veggies and a nice, like, kind of balanced way and this smoothie is actually it's all it is is cucumbers kale um pear and then celery lime 
pineapple juice and ice cubes and i know that all sounds like i'm trying to like sell you a salsa is, and is. call it a smoothie but it, it really is a smoothie and it's good and i like it because um a, I absolutely adore pineapple and I love pineapple juice. And so that's kind of where most of your sweetness comes from is the pineapple juice. I said the pears got me pretty good when you mm-hmm. said pear because I didn't know that recipe and I was like, ooh, pear. Exactly. And then like lime kind of like gives it a little balance. Um, the only thing that really like, which is like one of the healthiest things is it in it is kale. And I know people either love or hate kale. I hate kale, but I like kale and smoothies. Like, if that makes any sense. I think it's just because I think the whole smoothie masks the kale I say, flavor. I don't taste the kale in smoothies. Yeah. You can't. Really, and you're just there for, like, the vitamins. Because this is a very good skin-friendly smoothie. It's supposed to help soften your skin and kind of give you that glow we're all looking for. Um, I know that sounds like BS, but, like, I don't know. I, I've <laughs> had it. I haven't drank it consistently to say that it works. But when I drank it, it was good. And it's a smoothie I really like. So... And it's kind of nice to have these couple of recipes up your sleeve because let's be real, we're paying what, like $6 every morning at Starbucks for like whatever frappe we try to bosh off at as coffee. Allegedly, I don't buy a coffee every day at Starbucks, but <laughs> if I did, theoretically, yes. Yeah. Well, you see, I like try to justify my coffee drinking habits because I'm like, I'm a big girl. I work long hours, but like, yeah, we have a coffee maker. We can't afford Starbucks every day. <laughs> My big tub of Folgers oh, and call it a day. Yeah, we buy International Delight and try to act like, oh, yes, this caramel macchiato. Mm, we buy, yeah, travel mugs. That's our best life. But these smoothies are good, too, because A, they're super filling. B, um, all of this stuff can be prepped beforehand. You just literally, like, one step, stick it in a blender and press, like, a button. You cannot screw it up. And one good thing about smoothies, too, if you ever get, like, a super bitter smoothie or anything like that, instead of, like, literally adding sugar in it, just add probably, like, a tablespoon or even half a tablespoon of honey, and it'll sweeten it right up, and it will, like, actually be edible. (laughs) And C, you can still put in that travel mug you use for coffee. Exactly. (laughs) Or even, like, the cute, like, ones with the straws that everybody has now. Me. I've just got one. She got one for Christmas. I'm jealous just a little bit. But no, yeah, I have like a really janky like plastic one and I need to like grow up and get a real one. <laughs> I got a little girl cup. I need a big girl cup. Yeah, I need a big girl sippy cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where we're at. And then my second, like this is the simplest. This is how simple I get. Um, Literally just frozen fruit of any kind. My preference is pineapple. As I told you guys, I love pineapple. I just like the fruity taste and the deliciousness of it. So literally just frozen pineapple. And the simple one would be just milk and maybe a tablespoon of honey if your pineapple isn't that ripe. Um, I typically do like a non-fat yogurt and some coconut water, but that's just because I really like coconut water. And if you're not a fan of coconut water, no biggie. Tough eggs. <laughs> I like, that's like the only fancy drink I like. Like, honestly, like that's the only thing that makes me feel I'm a sipping, little bit bougie. Sipping <laughs> on my sparkling coconut water. It's not sparkling. Um, you, you drink those sparkle? San Pellegrinos or that's whatever. That's just juice. That's mm, carbonated mm-hmm. juice. There's no coconut coconut water mm-hmm. and San Pellegrino. What about your LaCroix? I like LaCroix. Okay. <laughs> I get so attacked in our household for liking LaCroix. But guess what? I don't buy LaCroix. You know who buys LaCroix? Our roommates. And then they don't like it. And then I drink their LaCroix. What do I buy? Meyer brand grapefruit seltzer water. Because that's the budget I'm on. <laughs> I respect it. But I'm just saying... Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The only thing I really like about sugary drinks is the bubbles. 
that's all I really like. So I love seltzer water with really light flavor. Like literally I drink iced tea, like sweet tea and stuff like that after all of the ice has melted down. Like Sarah's literally seen me at Taco Bell. I'll order the mango tea and I'll put like water in it to water it down because I don't like very strong sweetness. I'm not a big sweets person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I like carbonation and I like mango. So it's like I like carbonated juice. But where I was going was <laughs> <laughs> simple smoothies are super easy. You literally just need a milk base. And even then you don't really need a milk base. Like I said, coconut water <laughs> is a good replacement. If you are going like, you know, dairy free or if you know, you don't have, you have lactose problems. I personally like putting almond milk in my smoothies. Oh yeah, to definitely. Me, that gives it that extra sweetness that I find like just using regular milk would be lacking. And it's also like less calories and it's like a teeny tiny bit healthier. So if you're really pushing for that like healthy edge, definitely replacing the milk with either like coconut water or almond milk or some other alternative really works. And even if you have like cucumbers or cucumber water, because I know that's the weirdest thing in the first smoothie I said was cucumbers, but cucumbers have so many antioxidants. And literally if you like watch any beauty guru like pushing some weird like vitamin serum it's like they're going to talk about how much antioxidants it has how much vitamin a c and e and in one of these smoothies you'll get like your daily intake and you don't have to like buy a like 600 dollars mm-hmm. weird oil of some <laughs> sort gotta get my cucumber oil Mm-hmm. I, I there was like this really big craze too of the smoothie bowls. Did you see that? That was like yeah. all over Instagram. Those were so many calories and yeah. so like I was looking at the books at first. I was like, oh, smoothie bowl. Like I'll I'll watch this video. And it was first they'd like put in like the entire tub of yogurt in there. And I was like, yeah, that's my first red flag. I already mm-hmm. cannot eat all that yogurt. But mm-hmm. we're gonna keep watching. And they drizzle a bunch of honey on top, and then throw in about a package of blueberries, a package of strawberries, a bunch of kiwis. And I was like, this is. A large bowl. <laughs> this is a big bowl that that's has like a fruit salad. Yeah, it's a fruit salad, but like that's like your week's worth of sugar, man. Yeah, that's the one thing that you do want to be careful with when you are going on like the smoothie rave or if you're looking for like um basically breakfast substitutes is like there is a lot of sugar in all of the fruits and like stuff we like. So that's kind of why I like green smoothies better because a lot of them are vegetable based, whether it be like spinach, kale, cucumbers. It is all just very more into the like, I guess, nutrient dense foods. Like mm-hmm. if you guys don't know what that means, it's basically nutrient dense foods are foods that have a lot of vitamins for the very low calorie intake. So basically um, like salmon, spinach and blueberries are actually all very nutrient dense foods. I have such a love hate relationship with blueberries. <laughs> you always like whenever you're eating blueberries, you are playing blueberry roulette because not every blueberry in that package is ripe and perfect. Mm-mm. And like you're going to get a sour one and it's not fair, but that's the way that's what life has handed or to you. Or a mushy one. I hate mushy blueberries. Those are my worst. Like the sour blueberries I can live with. It's the mushy blueberries that just make me mad and I hate See, them. I'd rather eat a mushy blueberry than a sour blueberry. Mm-hmm. The best part of a blueberry is it's a little like pop when you like pop. When you like puncture <laughs> it with your teeth. It's a little that makes you sound kind of crazy. No, it's the best part. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, That's the, like, inner psychopath coming out. Like, the Ooh, gotta put her back in. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the biggest, like, I think when I was thinking of, like, kind of breakfast substitutions. Um, I really like the, which you have to be careful with these because sometimes they do have, like, too much sugar. So, like, as always, if you're always getting, like, a prepackaged smoothie or whatever Mm -hmm. but this specifically talking about smoothies here just check the back of the label but i really like the bolt house farm smoothies oh yeah those are really cool too and those are nice like when i'm in a hurry and i'm not i know i'm not always going to be able to 
make something for breakfast or if I'm just like running out of the house because you can get them in the tiny little um, individual servings and those actually fill me up pretty pretty well and like I grew up in like the ooh we have to get the slim fast shakes you know those keep you full and those are all lies slim fast is a lie it does (laughs) not keep you full maybe for like a half an hour but I like the bolt house farm ones because they do it's like almost like too much in that one package so that you you feel full you're almost over full from drinking the smoothie and depending on what you grab I like one of them I get is like the coffee one and that one has a ton of protein in it which is something I'm really bad at getting a lot of I don't know why I'm not a vegetarian or anything but I just I just never eat meat so I need this extra source of protein and this smoothie is a really nice way for me to get that extra punch of protein yeah, and sometimes, like, because I know I literally love coffee, like, with all of my heart, but sometimes you do need a nice substitution, and those are really, like she said, super easy and on-the-go friendly, and I think, yeah, I get the green smoothie, or I get, like, the carrot juice-based one, because I am a weirdo, and I love carrot juice. I feel like this whole, like, episode is going to be a PSA on vegetables, because this is this Eat is your veggies, kids. Eat your greens, girls. Um, boys, it's happy. It's a happy time. You're, And I think basis of all of your vitamin intake, you'll really see a change, mm-hmm. because you're lighter, you're happier i mean all of us are still in the midst of our new year's resolutions, so we haven't given up yet yeah so sometimes just making it easier for you to like continue with those like resolutions with these kind of fun ways to like supplement your everyday routine really actually keeps you on the same track and even if you're not a smoothie person breakfast is still one of the easiest meals to make healthier than it would normally be we were talking about earlier about the all american breakfast with your two slices of toast bacon eggs some butter and whatever and while that's not too many calories you can easily turn that around and make a healthier breakfast one of my favorite things to do not even just for breakfast is to use egg whites instead of actual eggs Mm -hmm. you can get by a carton of egg whites you're not always throwing away the yolks and i make these tuna patties that it calls for like an egg to hold the patty together but i just use the egg whites Mm -hmm. yeah just use the egg whites pour that in and it saves like it's not a super lot but it does add up Instead of like using one egg, I think one egg is like 90 calories and just egg whites is like 30. Yeah, no, it's true because um, all of your calorie intake and like fat and stuff comes from like the yolk. So, yeah, but Sarah said that's so true. Using egg whites is a great substitution, especially if you're a big like omelet eater because people are like, oh, well, it's an omelet. It's not like fat high in calories and that, you know, bad for me. But people forget like kind of the way how we dress up salads we dress up omelets the same way oh for sure and you still have to be kind of cautious of what you're putting into it so if you cut back on the egg yolk Mm -hmm. you can still put in the cheese and the stuff because omelets take what two to three eggs yeah you cut out three egg yolks you can still put cheese and some spinach and some nice like I always put jalapenos in everything I eat. So. Yeah, you do. I know. <laughs> and hot sauce. That's the only problem with me. I probably like eat too much sodium because I put hot sauce on everything. But I also <laughs> have this nice little recipe that I ate. I tested it. So before everyone's like, what is this? It was actually really good. I'm going to preface it with I liked it and would eat it again. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like it, though, because it has flax seeds in it. Of course I wouldn't. But you can always take that stuff out, too. Cooking a- is a journey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a... um. Apple and flax seed porridge, which, again, porridge is kind of like a trigger, but like, ooh, why would I want to eat porridge? Again, this was really yummy, and it was pretty filling, too. You're so defensive. I can't wait to hear this list of ingredients. I don't know what this is, you guys. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. (laughs) It's um, half a cup of flax seeds, half a cup of applesauce, one cup almond milk, which we already talked about before, 
half a teaspoon of cinnamon, pinch of salt, and then two tablespoons of either maple syrup or honey. And I really like, you just like mix it all together and you have to let it sit for about two hours in the fridge just so, or until it like thickens. And cook it and you cook it over the stovetop too. I also got to say that cook it over the stovetop, mix it all together, set it aside so it gets thick. And you can eat it warm, but I liked eating it cold better because I thought it was thicker and you know, I never heat up anything anyway. So yeah, this is like an <laughs> ongoing, like you guys know those people you just love and you just keep in your life because they're like your best friends, but they do some stuff that makes you want to strangle them in their sleep. So Sarah never warms up food and I constantly have nightmares. She's going to die of salmonella poisoning. <laughs> um, this you can eat cold. All right. Yeah. So this one's okay. But no, other than that, I've like literally yelled at her. She'll be sitting on her couch with a styrofoam container and I'll look her dead in the eyes and be like, did you warm that up? And she was like, she, she just stood there and smiled. She's smiling at me right now. Another bite in my mouth. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Did you hear the microwave beep? <laughs> of course I didn't. But yeah. But no, that actually sounded pretty good. And I like that it has applesauce in it because applesauce is a really good natural sweetener. And I absolutely love applesauce. I feel like a small child every time I talk about it because I, my little brother would always get the applesauce pouches that you literally just squeeze in your mouth. I freaking love those. Those yeah. are amazing. Those like, are like, like the ghost sweet squeeze or whatever. Yeah, the greatest like invention ever was a ghost sweet squeeze pouch of applesauce. And I stand by that. But like we said, everything starts from inside. So you got to kind of give yourself and give your body that like break from all the overprocessed foods. Like, and believe me, I love overprocessed foods as much as the next person. But we're trying to keep our balance this year. We're not going to totally succumb to a bunch of pizza boxes and um frosted donuts so and i think that can actually take us to our next segment and we're going to do a very happy spotlight on benefit cosmetics we love them we love them we always talk about how much we love benefit cosmetics and they just came out with their roller liner which if you didn't know they have um roller lash which Which is is bomb yeah really amazing mascara we've both tried it and we both like it. Actually, I'm really obsessed with the one I'm using now, and it's their Bad Gal Mascara. I know. it's such, Some of these names are super cheesy, but I, oh my gosh, I love it so much. It was a total whim buy on Black Friday, and I've been using it ever since. And it's just a really good mascara, almost as good as their Roller Lash. And now they have a liner to complement it, which I'm not going to lie. I think I'm about to drop some money on this. And one thing that it's just really amazing for me and Sarah to see is if you guys didn't know, Kate Grant is the spokesmodel for their roller liner and she is the first benefit cosmetics model to be featured and she has Down syndrome. And we just think that it's such a positive light to really show somebody with a disability in. And I really like that they are trying their hardest to be inclusive because a lot of other industries in fashion and makeup are not doing that and benefits like a pretty big name too it's not just like a this indie this yeah this indie mm-hmm. brand that you discovered and you love and you think it's like a hidden gem like no they're big they have a big name they already have um patrick star who is pretty popular pretty mm-hmm. well known and so the fact that a well-known company has a spokesperson with down syndrome really makes me happy for the future. Yeah, because it makes you feel like all of these really dumb, invisible barriers that people have been making in the community, like beauty community specifically, is 
just kind of falling away. And her her slogan, obviously, um, if you've ever gone to an Instagram page, and just look at her Instagram page. She's so bubbly, beautiful, such so a great cute. personality. And um, it's different as beautiful. And I feel like that is a very important message. Like, I know we all talk about, you know, eating right, looking good, looking pretty. But at the end of the day, different is beautiful. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. Nobody is a carbon copy of themselves. And believe me, now in Hollywood, people are trying with all of the cosmetic surgery they have. But... She is such a fabulous role model. For, she has good eyebrows. Yes, she has good eyebrows. The photo's gorgeous. She is unnatural. I feel like so many times I look at advertisements for makeup where women look very stiff and very, like, I don't know, unapproachable, if that makes any sense. And no, it does. Like, looking at her, even at her Instagram page, she's just very beautiful girl, so sweet, and an amazing role model for people with and without disabilities, honestly. Because I look at her, I smile, and that's all you kind of want from ad campaigns nowadays. Being an advertising major, I feel that they really hit a home run with this. Because we're sick of seeing the same old, same old. Like, yeah, it's a liner. Yeah, it's a mascara. You're selling it to me again. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it doesn't work. But this one, I have a very positive feel for it. I want to support her campaign, and I want to support this cause. Because that's the best way to get company's attention if this like liner sells through the roof with her as their spokesperson they're gonna realize like this is what we want to see we want to see more inclusivity and especially because the roller lash is already like a Mm well-known item in the benefit line it's not i mean granted benefits known for the eyebrow products yes but they also have really good mascaras and a lot of people know that that's the two things i think they push the most Mm -hmm. is their um mascaras and their eyebrows yeah Mm -hmm. so the fact that they are coming out this eyeliner based off of part of the roller lash beauty family it's gonna sell well regardless of it's a popular well-known item Mm -hmm. and that's makes me really happy yeah and that actually makes me feel like like their ad department has a soul not gonna lie because instead of putting her on like some kind of like no name random project and they were like yeah look we're doing this because we want to be looked like as good guys they literally did it they took they took her and they put her on a very anticipated product Mm -hmm. and they want people to see her they want people to know like everybody's beautiful and everybody deserves to use our makeup and feel good about themselves when they do Mm -hmm. and it's such a positive light i think we already touched base on this when um it wasn't they were doing the like anti-Victoria's Secret fashion show and they brought people, you know, with disabilities and people who mm-hmm. had like amputated legs, who were did have Down syndrome, who just didn't look the same as, you know, the ever so glorified Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I just feel like as our generation and what we're going to and what we're doing now, it's these are the important steps that need to be taken to actually have people look at beauty seriously and not look at it as like just a kind of people who look like them. Yeah. Like, because I don't, I personally know no one that looks like a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like, some can kind of pass off, maybe. Like, and it's just because there's so much photoshop there's so much lighting like Mm -hmm. and it's not even photoshop anymore you get some really good lighting like sarah got me a ring light for christmas like i've never looked so good in a selfie (laughs) just like good lighting is so imperative to looking decent and Mm -hmm. amazing but 
No, so we are giving benefits eyeliner my stamp of approval before even using it. Like, I'm giving them the benefit uh, of the doubt. I knew you were. I didn't say that on purpose because I knew you'd hate me. I felt you. Now. I felt you thinking about it. <laughs> so, but anyway, definitely just check it out. See what if you like it. If you do like the mascara, I highly recommend it. I know I want to pick it up because I am out of eyeliner once again, and I would really love to support this and try it and get back to you guys and tell you how good the actual product is um so we're probably gonna do a little product test hopefully in the next week or so when i get paid mm-hmm. <laughs> but that leads us to something that everybody hated and we're talking about products we like and we're gonna move on real fast to like something we're gonna bash yeah so it's tea time everyone and unfortunately for them our topic is Morphe Cosmetics. Now, Morphe's much-anticipated foundation line has, in fact, dropped. Which, kudos for them. What was it, 60 colors? Something like that. Yeah, it was a lot of colors. A lot of colors, a lot of shade regions. Only problem is it doesn't work well. So, the world is angry. Everybody is (laughs) bashing this product. And they're just saying that it smells like paint, which, A, that's my biggest red flag. If a product smells gross, I'm not putting it on my face. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. And another side to that is they say it dries too quick. It's not very blendable, kind of splotchy, which is so funny for me because for a cosmetic company who is like brushes and application base, you think they would like test their product and be like, this is kind of hard to work with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I just don't really know like, if they were just trying too hard to like push out a foundation because there were all these like different foundations on the market. But I'm just really curious to how this flop is really going to affect them. And um, more into our tea time, it kind of goes into our much loved and talked about man, Manny MUA. <laughs> yes. The one we love to hate. Mr. Manny MUA is back on the scene. acting like, of course, like nothing has happened to him in the past year. But he goes ahead, he tests the foundation. And I don't know if you guys have actually seen the video of him testing the foundation. I do, because I do my research. Um, But I watched it, and it's so funny, because he's using it. He's highlighting all of, like, the negativity of it. He is talking about how, like, oh, it kind of emphasizes my pores. I have dry skin. This isn't really good. Like, stuff like that. Which I understand, like, foundations that aren't good for dry skin, and versus foundations that are good because like me and Sarah have like opposite skin tones so some stuff that works for me doesn't work for her and Mm -hmm. vice versa but he was just really like nagging on this foundation the entire time and then at the very end he's like yeah I definitely recommend like the Morphe foundation da 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 like you should give it a try stuff like that and oh people were not having it it made zero sense it made he literally spent the whole video just saying "Ooh, it smells like paint thinner i can't believe he approved something that smells like paint thinner yeah that's terrible terrible business practice and that just goes back to our ongoing debate of do we trust people with affiliate codes no like (laughs) i guess we don't like i guess we can't because and it's hard because, yes, that's how you make your money. That's what you're doing. Like, you get your business, you get your bread, whatever. But you need to have a sense of realistic trust. And that just tagged along to 
basically we can't trust you you are obviously like in it for the money you just want to push your code you want us to waste your money which is like i hate to say it but like i agreed with the angry mob as soon as i watched the video i was like you cannot spend your whole video bashing a foundation and then being like yep go spend your money go buy it figure it out and then like his weak response was well it didn't work for me but it could work for other people you are the beauty influencer you're the one influencing us and i heard that this foundation stains the skin too see i've never even heard of that before from a foundation no exactly and i had two different like when i was doing my research i found two different reports of people saying that this foundation stained their skin because you know it's really popular to like swatch all the shades especially Mm -hmm. with this had this huge range of 60 Mm -hmm. tones people go through especially beauty influencers go through and swatch them all on their skin and i'm gonna butcher her name so i'm sorry in advance but nicole concilio she went through and was swatching all the shades on her arm and she actually stained with the darker shades they stained her skin and then on the flip side someone called trend mood oh yeah they were um the lighter shades stained their skin that's crazy so this foundation has on two different reports that i found stained skin yeah so definitely foundation (laughs) like that's crazy because yes we all want a long-lasting foundation don't get me wrong but that's the worst thing for to stain your skin as a foundation because that means that it's clogging your pores Mm -hmm. it means that like and especially for people who use darker foundations as contour products because they do want the longer lasting like can you imagine your contour like staining your face That'd be terrible. Yeah, because, like, one day we want subtle contour. Some days we want dramatic contour. Like, we're not about to be, like, going to class with, like, late-night contour. Like, we can't afford to have our skin stained, especially by a product that we might not even like afterwards. Exactly. If it smells like paint thinner and it's staining my skin and it's just terrible, (laughs) I don't want it. Get it out. Hard pass. Hard pass on all of us. I want to see how long before this is on the clearance rack of their website. But no, definitely not a warm regard. I don't even think anybody wants to try the concealer now that they hate. Oh, definitely not. Because people were like, oh, well, okay, like maybe, maybe they're supposed to work together, you know, same brand, supposed to work well together. But like, I didn't even see any reports on the concealer. I think they probably just like took the whole PR package and like threw it across the room and was like, we're done. I would. As soon as I opened up that foundation, especially because. As the name suggests, foundation is the foundation of your skin. You put that one on before the <laughs> concealer. Sometimes. I always did opposite, personally, but... I did, too. I've just now started. But it's because it makes sense, because if you're using a full coverage foundation... I forgot who I was watching. I think it was... I think it was Nikki Tutorials, and she said, um, you know, like, the foundation's doing most of the work. Like, your concealer should, like, be back up, basically. So that's kind of what we're doing, especially because we're trying for, a, like, less product usage, I feel. Um, at least I am because, you know, we're going to make the money go a little bit farther. <laughs> As an update on the concealer-only makeup look, it's been, what, a week since mm-hmm. we talked about it? And I'm still going strong on it. I'm a really big fan of this no-foundation look. So it has... It's great. She's like, Thanks. Instagram. I haven't posted. I should maybe I should post a photo. I posted on you. my Instagram. She's on my Instagram. Yeah, she's Look wearing just Gigi's Instagram for me because <laughs> I love Instagram. I actually don't post as much as I used to. I'm sorry, fans out there. You have my sincerest apologies. I don't do much, so I feel like <laughs> nobody wants to know what I'm doing. Maybe we should start a fan base instagram for a little podcast yeah we'll have a pucker up instagram yep you guys can see all of our nasty makeup splayed out on our like 
bathroom the behind the scenes behind the scenes what it takes to look like us just kidding it's not that hard we don't spend that much money on us no i wish we could but we don't (laughs) but yeah same goes to that but i think another noted um thing about the whole affiliate codes and can we trust them what do we do because people were actually of course they're always going to pull jeffrey into the mix we're coming after jeffrey star because they were like like review the foundation, do it. Like you need to review it. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Give it your stamp of approval. And then somebody was like, "Oh, well, of course he's gonna like approve it. Like he has his products in their stores. Like he's not gonna ruin that." So da, da da da. And like Jeffrey's like, "I'm not even gonna review it. Like I never said I was gonna review it. I only review like my most like." like suggested stuff from the like video before in the comments he's like because he just did a foundation review and it was like this really janky amazon brand of Mm -hmm. like it was supposed to be like uh, all color matching foundation which i thought Mm -hmm. was much more interesting than another morphe review about them hating it but that was basically his defense too he was like literally there are so many reviews out there right now like why do you need one more you don't need one for me like i'm i appreciate that you guys trust my like opinion in that regards but he's like first of all morphe doesn't pay my check so i don't really have to worry about that and if mm-hmm. like he's like i will back any other review but i feel like jeffrey would have been like this smells like paint thinner in the trash like yeah. i feel like that would have been he opened it. Yeah. but also like it does like because he's not obligated mm-hmm. to review like just because he's known for it doesn't mean he's obligated to review any new controversial product out there because he's a content creator and he can create the content that mm-hmm. he wants but also it does kind of like it does seem very much like a thing that he would review. Yeah. Like it seems like, but like when Kyle, or it was really popular to hate on the Kylie Jenner makeup. It's he went off. Mm-hmm. He is known for this kind of thing. So like I can see it like raising some yeah. eyebrows. Like oh like why aren't you doing this? And again it goes back, like. It just makes you wonder. Yeah, that's true because like not gonna lie. Yeah, he pays his own checks, but he also does have a lot of brand like equity in that because mm-hmm. he does have his products in their stores which is like you know you don't want to totally like kick the horse's face that like whatever that saying is like mm-hmm. by the hand that feeds you but like don't kick him in the face yeah yeah and that's how i feel his issue is with it but he also is very touchy so he doesn't want to be like construed as like a fake and a liar and stuff which i respect i know everybody's yeah. mm-hmm. word is important to them but like you said, there has to, I would kind of anticipate him, like, dragging them. Yeah. But then again, I guess, I forget, he, I guess he says he only trusts, like, about four beauty influencers nowadays, and he says if somebody that he trusts reviews it, he's not really into it, you know? Yeah. Which I, I kind of respect, because, like, being on YouTube is so weird, because, like, you say you are a content creator, and, like, you do get to choose, but then again, it's like, when do you... Do you let your, like, audience choose, and when do you let you choose what's appropriate to be shown Mm -hmm. on your channel? And I just wish he'd bring back Shane Dawson, because Shane Dawson isn't uploading anything, and I have to watch Rylan Adams, which I love Rylan, but I miss him. (laughs) I miss Shane Dawson. If you can hear this, come back. Um, But that's just the YouTubers I'm obsessed with. I feel like YouTube has gotten such a haywire, like... (laughs) 
like vision of what it's supposed to be now like half yeah. of it is beauty gurus teaching us how to do winged eyeliner the other half is like gamers like just playing games and yelling at their screen and then like in the very middle we have like all these asm artists like eating noodles and like having people fall asleep so it's like what's going on guys like, all right this is this is what we're working with this is what we're working with so now that was all the hot tea we had for you today basically to wrap that whole thing up we hate Morphe Foundation. We're not going to spend the money on it. They want to send us a PR kit. We will gladly smell the paint thinner and throw it away. Um, it's not going on my face. It's not going on my face. Not even by a long shot. We still don't trust Manny because let's be real. He is on like two legs and I think he probably just wants to be kept on a PR list. So he I can kind of respond. You could probably, if he didn't have all this stuff before that, you could probably swing it as, like, he wanted to let the audience know, like, what he really thought of the mm-hmm. product, but, like, still was obligated to be nice about it. <laughs> it smells like paint thinner cracks on my face, and it's really terrible otherwise, but it's approved, you know? Yeah. But, I like, subliminal messages. Yeah, but um, still, he's shady, so. Yeah. So, we still have our shady boys, and... I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at gg underscore padilla 97. And you can follow me, Sarah Bebuck, under that same name, but you'll probably see more photos of me on Gigi's Instagram than mine. <laughs> that's 100% true. And you are listening to Pucker Up. <laughs>